This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I, I do feel bad for Jared Leto. We kind of touched on this yesterday, Jim. But this new Morbius movie is getting terrible reviews. And um, apparently Jared Leto really put his heart and soul into the role. He, he's what they call a method actor, uh, you know, to different degrees of success uh but this time he was he was in morbius character first off before i get into this i i I'm, i know a guy who acted with jared leto on suicide squad he was the psychiatrist in the suicide squad and he told me what it was like to work with jared leto and jared leto never got out of the character of the joker it, everybody on the cast thought it was weird and so like, he was in, the joker you had to call him joker like even yeah. when they weren't filming I don't know if you had to play along, but he certainly was in character the whole time. And at one point they went, like, in between cuts in the psychiatrist room or whatever, Jared Leto would would whisper in this guy's ear, like, I'm going to murder your family. And I'm gonna, and it wasn't even in the script. He was just, like, staying in character and trying to make people uncomfortable. And he's like, I'm going to take your baby and boil it in a soup. And, like, saying just weird stuff. And then uh, Matt, was the actor, was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, he does that stuff, and he, he I think he likes making people uncomfortable. So in this uh, situation, he's playing Morbius. He's pay, playing this scientist slash vampire. So he's being a weirdo the whole time in character. And he was taking so long to go to bathroom breaks. That was one thing he would he would he has a limp. So he would limp to the bathroom. The character Morbius has a limp. That's the yeah. so he's a scientist who has a disability and. Well, he tries to cure his disability, he accidentally turns himself into a vampire. That's the character Happens to the best backstory for Morbius. So earlier in the film, he's he's crippled. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. He's got a cane. So he's literally walking like an old man with the cane the whole time. So it was taking so long for him to get back and forth from the bathroom that they ended up just like cutting the crap and saying get in a wheelchair so they wheel him so they would wheel him to the bathroom in the wheelchair and then as soon as he were done they would run and wheel him back uh just to get keep the show moving because uh, even though he can walk he's fully fully able-bodied he refused but morbius to can't because he, he wouldn't break character yeah, and like, you know, good for you if you want to stay in that mode the whole time, but when you're making everybody else's day miserable, like at what point do you take a step back and say, is it worth it? Especially because the movie's not doing that well, yeah. or his performance isn't even getting reviewed that well. He's no Daniel Day-Lewis. Well, I think you uh, you take a step back and, and ask yourself, is it worth it when you see that the movie has 17% on Rotten Tomatoes? <sighs> That's when you go, okay, I probably could have mailed this one in and the reviews wouldn't be any better or any worse. Well, it, it's funny because they might be better because one of the biggest criticisms is that it takes itself too serious. So when the when the main actor is taking himself too seriously, maybe the whole vibe of the whole movie gets thrown off. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. My son, Grayson, five-year-old Grayson and I have been playing a lot of video games in the basement recently, Jim. Oh, yeah? That's good. Actually, we were on there last night. We were on the PlayStation, and a little message popped up in the corner. It said, Jim Kelly is playing games right now or whatever. It gave us the notification that you Jim also... Jim Kelly's wasting his life right yeah, now. That you also were wasting your life. Well, yeah, I'm stuck in the basement here. What else am I going to do? I'm sick. Girlfriend's upstairs. I'm downstairs. I got to kill time somehow. What game are you playing? 
I downloaded the PS Now thing. I, I haven't really bought a video game in a while, but the, the, there's like a on. It's like the Netflix almost of PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. We do the same thing, and you can choose like the the back catalog of games. You can play whatever you yeah. want. Not that many great choices on there. It's a lot of lot of crap. But uh, I played the Injustice game, which is like all the superheroes fighting from the DC comics. And I've also been playing like a lot of like shooter games, like Wolfenstein and Doom. Like Wolfenstein, you like shoot Nazis and stuff. And I just realized I'm I'm older now. I'm 35. I am. It's almost like athletics. Like I am over the hill of video games. I am so terrible at like the single player games. Don't even get me started playing online. But even like the normal difficulty of the regular games, I can't do it anymore. I pump it down just so I can watch the story to the. You're going easy. 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 I'm. I. You're playing games at the easiest level possible. I know. And thank you for shaming me because the video games are already shame you. It's funny these games they have all this attitude. If you if you want to take it down a notch on the difficulty level, they, all they do is make fun of you. Like it's like. Oh, there's nor there's difficult, normal, and I'm a giant sissy mode. That's what the <laughs> mode will be called. They don't it, call it easy anymore. Yeah, what is the? I just googled what it's do. Hey, hey, not too rough on me mode. You don't want to but, challenge yourself anymore. No, I want to be almost invulnerable. Don't hide behind any cover. Walk <laughs> up to a Nazi, shoot him in the face. Not have to restart anything and waste more time. Yeah, you can be not invincible in real life. Why would you want to do that in a video <laughs> game? I While we're complaining about video games, I have a complaint. What? Well, I just, I don't like the fact that I'm living in a world where my son will never know what it's like to pay for a video game and to own the entire game. Oh, man. We yeah. downloaded a Hot Wheels game and it, like the trailer looked incredible. There's all these cool little Hot Wheels cars you got to drive around in the game or so it seemed. And it turns out that if you want the cool cars, you got to pay extra. Yeah. Like for every the Hot Wheels car that you can access, you got to buy an expansion pack. <laughs> for another $20 here, another $5 there. It like, should crazy. be illegal. That content already exists exists on the game that you have purchased. Yeah. So it's not like there's additional content you're paying for and then getting and downloading later. It's already on there, and you have to pay to unlock. It should be, honestly, I know it's extreme, but it should be illegal. And It should be illegal. And, you know, this is why children have no work ethic now. We used to have to get the, we have to, you used to have to unlock these skins. We would have to unlock these characters through hours of hard work. Now you just pay for it. This has been old men complaining about video games here with Taz and Jim. And now... The winner is Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock. I want to see you peacock, Time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Austin Matthews. Studley McGee, that guy is just, it's like the floodgates have opened here. He got a hat trick last night, so now he's at... 54 goals on the season. 
He's got 54 goals on the season. He's four up on Leon Dreisaitl in the goal scoring race. He's eight up on, you know, Chris Kreider and some of the other guys that are even close by to him. He is running away with the race so far, but don't count Leon Dreisaitl out from this. But Austin Matthews is also tied Rick Vive for the most goals in a single season in Toronto Maple Leafs history. He's going to pass that. He's got 13 games to get one more goal to set the to set the record. So he's going to do that. But he's also got 13 games to get six more goals to get to 60, which I think he's going to do. He is having an all-time season. I see a lot of uh, Matthews haters out there because he's on the Toronto Maple Leafs. If he was a Boston Bruin, if he was a Tampa Bay Lightning, if he was a a Vegas Golden Knight, people will be talking about him a little bit differently. People are not appreciating how massive of a season he is having. I would love to hear non-Leafs fans hear Dev complain that they're not hearing enough about Austin Matthews. <laughs> yeah, you guys should be talking more about Austin Matthews, and so should the sports media. <laughs> right, though, because like half the time, a guy who got half his amount of points in Austin Matthews' position would be getting talked about as much as Matthews regardless, but this is something special. Tampa's coach, John Cooper, thinks Matthews could score 70 goals in a season. Not necessarily this season, but in a season. And I want to see, it's been forever since we've seen 70 goals in a season but if there's a guy who can do it it's Matthews. Matthews today is the greatest goal scorer in the NHL. In history it's obviously Alex Ovechkin but today in the NHL if you had one guy to take a shot at the net it's Austin Matthews. Well Dev you're doing your part talking the guy up. (laughs) this underrated player yeah the poor Austin Matthews no one gives him any any love or attention (laughs) hey uh and and they beat you know a nice little victory over Tampa Bay as Leaf fans you guys got to feel good that Tampa's a great team and playoffs couple weeks away looks like the Leafs are really coming together here Six to two was the final score. It is the start of a huge back and back for Toronto. They played Tampa last night. They play Florida tonight. Two of the teams that they're really chasing and fighting and clawing with in this playoff race as they're trying to figure out who is going to play who when it's all said and done. They're going to be in the playoffs. They don't know who they're going to be playing. Last night's game and tonight's game will be going a long way into deciding how that shakes out. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Uh, You've been doing some online shopping recently, and uh, you got a life hack to share with the Taz and Jim listeners? Yeah, I guess so. I think, well, what I do when I go online shopping, I I Google the company names. Let's just say uh, Hudson Bay Company or something like that. And you go like, oh, the Bay uh, promo code or discount code or something. Because when you check out a lot of these places, there is a slot to put in a promo code. And you type in like... uh, you know, if if they were advertising on the Taz and Jim show, you put Taz and Jim 20 for like 20% off. So that's generally what you find, especially in the age of podcasts, Instagram influencers, influencers. Uh, a lot of the way advertising works now is like you'll put in if I listen to Bill Burr podcast and I want to buy Harry's shaving cream, I can go to the Harry's website and put in Bill 20 and I'll get 20% off. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. yeah. My, my purchase. Well, what a TikToker has discovered is that basically if you put in any random female name into the discount box uh, for, for like makeup or clothes especially, you have a pretty good shot of getting a discount. So what they did is they just put Katie, 20, Jessica, 20, uh, Stacy, 20 in the discount box and waited until one of them hit. And then, of course, they get 20% off, not like without any 
preconceived promo codes. You just randomly type in women's names, and it seems to work most of the time. Because these influencers will get uh, endorsement deals with these companies. Yeah. And they'll offer these promo codes to their followers, but this is a way to, to get the promo codes without having to follow annoying influencers. Yeah, and the way that it works for the influencer's benefit is that when somebody types in that promo code with their name on it, they then get a kickback by sending one of their listeners okay. to the company. But cut out the middleman, just start typing in random names, and you may be surprised as to what pops up. But the trick is you always put a number after it. That seems to be the trend, as of right now anyway, until they catch on to us. But you you type like a woman's name and then 20 or 15 behind it, and that, that'll that generally unlock some sort of discount for you. I'm going to try Karen90. Oh, you'll get direct access to the manager. I want to speak to the manager, and if you don't give me 90% off, I am never shopping here again. Yeah, yeah, and then that automatically writes an angry Yelp review for you. Karen90 is my promo code. Right, well, that's a, that's a hot tip, Jim. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll have to try that out next time we're shopping online. Been talking about American Idol quite a bit. I'm so into the show. For whatever reason, I haven't watched for a decade, but this season I've gotten right back into it. And Chad Smith, drummer from the Chili Peppers, his daughter, Ava Maybe is her name, is one of the contestants uh, on American Idol. She made it into the top 24 last night. And she seems to have sparked up a relationship with this guy, Cameron Whitcomb, who was working on the uh, the pipeline out in... Uh, Western Canada before he auditioned for American Idol. He's made it through as well. So there's a little romance going between Chad Smith's daughter and some Canadian dude on American I just, Idol. I just Googled uh, just an image just to see what he looked like. Not the, not the roughneck I was picturing, to be honest. He's a pretty clean-cut, skinny guy, looks young. I was expecting, like, some Newfoundlander with a big beard, thick... Thick old man, but no, it's like a young dude. I could, I could see him being a star. Yeah, he, he's okay. He's a decent singer. Canada is dominating on American Idol. This is not. I didn't even know Canadians were eligible. Don't to, we have our own? Yeah, we did. We used to. Where's Ben Mulrooney? <laughs> what happened to that guy? Uh, but uh, it, it, Canadians are dominating on this show. The best contestants. Hands down, our Canadian right now, uh, Nicolina Bazo, is from the Toronto area, and her voice is, like, next-level incredible. Hmm. And I, I found out last night that there's another Canadian connection. This what? one, This one's very close to the Taz and Jim listening area. Um, there is a contestant named Leah Marlene, and she is such a character. Great energy unbelievably talented and like my favorite to win the whole thing and she has a, uh, a connection to canadian rock and roll royalty my dad's name is Derek gray and he's in a 80s rock band called honeymoon suite my whole childhood <laughs> my life was just filled with guitars and amp always thought it was so cool that he was like a freaking rock star and last night, my dad was there, and it was just like such a full circle moment. It was so cool because I feel like I was channeling him. Listen to this girl. Killing it on the guitar, too. Like, she oh, she's is. Playing guitar. 
She's incredible. And she's the daughter of Derry Grayan from Honeymoon Suite, who yeah. was born in St. Catharines, Ontario. Went, oh, really? Went to Fanshawe College in London, Ontario. Huge success in his band, and now his daughter is in the top 24 on American Idol. Like, how proud must he be? Only if she wins. <laughs> you got to represent Honeymoon Suite in the legacy. <laughs> we should try and get Derry on the show, man. He, he's yeah. got to be beside himself. He was in I the, think they still tour. He was in the crowd for uh, her performance last night and a big old proud dad smile on his face. So kudos to him. And, and I'm telling you, the Canadians dominate. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. A chocolate bunny was used as a weapon in an assault in Manitoba. Brandon, Manitoba, last Thursday. There was an attempted robbery at a store. 27-year-old male suspect was in the process of stealing something when he was confronted by an employee. That's when he assaulted the employee with a chocolate bunny (laughs) and then ran out of the store with the stolen merchandise. Um, The employee did sustain minor injuries. Cops recalled they caught the thief, store got the merch back, the story came out last week, so they wanted to clarify. This is not an April Fool's Day joke. Somebody actually got assaulted with a chocolate bunny in Brandon, Manitoba. It's crazy, but I could maybe see it. Not the hollow ones. That would shatter on impact. Wouldn't no. even stun the guy at all. But those solid ones, if you put them in the freezer, dude, they turn into a brick. Mm-hmm. You could you could probably hurt somebody with one of those. Well, bad news. This was not a, a, a hollow. It was, quote, a Mr. Solid. <laughs> You know the Mr. Solid? Mr. Solid? I think I saw that movie once. What? (laughs) Mr. Solid NC-17. I think I said... Is that a brand you recognize? Like, I know Mr. Big. Oh, I know the Mr. Solid. (laughs) Really? Mr. Solid is like the premier solid chocolate bunny. Oh, okay. I've never read the title, of, but there's it is Mr. Mr. Solid, solid, and I yeah. think there's Mr. Crispy as well. Yeah, with the little rice crispies in it. <laughs> Mr. Munchie is one of them. Mr. I guess, Munchie, too? that's the one okay, I'm thinking yeah. of. Mr. <laughs> Munchie, I think, has the rice krispies in it. But yeah, that is like the standard. The standard chocolate bunny package. Yeah. You want to get hit in the head with a Mr. Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if you, you have, have to the, choose. Yeah, if you have the option. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Gas prices, still stupid expensive. And I found this list of things you can do to your vehicle to help with fuel economy in, okay. in these tough times. Suggestions include check your tires. I know we were talking to a Taz and Jim listener earlier who works uh, switching over tires. And, yeah, if, you, if you're running the winter tires in the summertime, that would give you a little more drag. Yeah, and check the, the PSI on them, too. Make sure they're topped up and at the right level, and, uh, yeah, you'll get way better fuel mileage. Make sure the gas cap is on. You don't want to be losing gas. What? Fumes. Does that happen? People, I guess I have seen people in traffic with their gas caps still off, you know, not not realizing they must have just filled up gas and they forgot to close the door. Give it a little extra twist when you're putting her back on. Make sure it's nice and tight. Turn the engine off whenever you can. Thanks, tips. <laughs> 
Oh, duh. You know, long red lights. Yeah. Duh. Okay. So not having my car. And how about not driving? There's a tip for you. You want to save money on gas? <laughs> Don't drive your car. This is the one that made me angry. <laughs> tip for saving money on gas. Make your car lighter. Are we now at the point where I need to start taking stuff out of my trunk because gas is too expensive? Like I can't, I can't drive around with my golf clubs back there. Forget about taking things out of the trunk. Remove the trunk lid. (laughs) Get the hacksaw out. That's a good like four hundred pounds you can drop off. Yeah, I don't need the spare tire for anything right now. (laughs) Get it out of there. Empty the glove box. I could see this like in a truck. How much weight are people actually carrying around? Like if you emptied your car out, how much weight could you find? The spare tire, you're right, but you can't get rid of that. It all counts, Jim. (laughs) Take the empty coffee cups out. The children's seats in the back seat. Get rid of those. Only invite your skinny friends on road trips. Is the space shuttle? (laughs) (laughs) International flight? Is my Volkswagen Passat a space shuttle now? I'm going to be driving (laughs) down the highway. I need to get to the next gas station. Open the glove box and throw out the (laughs) manual. We got to make this thing as light as possible. (laughs) This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.